Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I thought I knew how money worked, but if Vince McMahon can repurchase his very own bankrupt XFL, I'm clearly not even close to understanding it perna. What's a nickel? What's a dollar? I don't fucking know. That's right. Vince McMahon may be positioning himself to buy the XFL again. The same XFL he started and then ended with Chapter 11 bankruptcy this spring, which I am all for, despite feeling like this doesn't make any damn sense. Basically, I understand as much about bankruptcy as Michael Scott. I declare bankruptcy! And Vince, of course, just takes the Creed Bratton approach to bankruptcy. You declare bankruptcy? All your problems go away. Pro sports are being encouraged to reopen and Michael Thomas and Devontae Parker get into a glorious social media spat. And dare, dare we dream about a place where Ka is the law once again. All that on. That's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football, that's good. Okay, here we go. Professional sports can begin to be played again without fans. Plain and simple, but very complicated. NFL team facilities are beginning to reopen slowly, cautiously, with many teams still not allowing players to show up. The governors of Texas, California, and New York are all encouraging pro sports, dare I say demanding them to reopen. If California and Texas agree on something, we should actually be more concerned than excited, I think. It might mean end times are here. But upon hearing the news of things reopening, Tom Brady immediately made his new teammates learn to catch 48 versions of his patent three-yard passes in an unofficial practice. His main goal, though, was to show new center and Pueblo alum Ryan Jensen how to properly fold a towel and shove it down his ass crack so Brady doesn't get butt sweat on his small hands. And now that Tom Brady is playing football in Florida, this is going to be much more vital to his NFL success, as Swamp Ass is alive and thriving for 11 out of the 12 months every year in Tampa Bay. These reopenings also mean we could possibly see MLB or some form of NBA games without fans as soon as June. Each team and league will face hurdles in terms of safety, testing, and how to function in the alternate reality we are all facing. But if they can make games safely happen in one of those leagues, it bodes well for football coming this fall. Now, the last dance docuseries concluded this week on ESPN. I think most of us walked away liking Michael Jordan even more because of his unabashed competitiveness and willingness to hate anyone who proposed a competitive threat to his greatness. We ate that shit up, and I wish we had more of that in modern sports. Michael Thomas tried to be like Mike by talking shit to Devontae Parker on social media. But we learned quickly, all great athletes named Michael are not created equal. Here's what happened. Fox NFL posted a question, which is tougher? A, making a catch while guarded by Stefan Gilmore, or B, breaking up a pass while guarding Michael Thomas? A decent question as both players are coming off of career years. Devontae Parker responded to the post on Instagram saying, A, 
meaning making a catch while being covered by Gilmore, which makes sense as Gilmore and Parker play twice a season. Michael Thomas took unneeded offense and chimed in with some trash talk saying, For you? Yes. Go run up some numbers, then you can talk. I laughed you, and you've been in the league longer than me, first rounder. I think Thomas lost his own argument with his first response when he said, For you, yes. Of course, being guarded by Gilmore is tougher for Parker because that actually happens for him. He's never played defense against you, Michael. But Parker rebuttaled. Got some hard feelings there, brother? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Let me get targeted 300 times a game. Thomas. In other words, you weak. They don't even put your name in the same sentence as me. Remember that. Again, another loss for Thomas because now everyone is putting their names in the same sentence. Thomas again. You still not going to do nothing. Double negative, Mike. Another loss, as that means he will do something. It took you six years and 17 weeks to have a good game. Get the fuck out of here. Blame your parents. Not no QB. That's actually a pretty sick burn, Mike. Pretty sick burn. Parker, quit crying, brah. Thomas, you heard what I said. Parker, I didn't hear she play, boy. Thomas, you can't even get a seat at the table. Final loss for Thomas. With restaurants closed, nobody can get seats at any fucking tables. And it's a redundant argument with no sensitivity to the pandemic, Mr. Thomas. Now hear me out. Personally, I think both receivers are really, really good. Boom! Boom! Ah! Eat that hot take and like it! Parker shined last year with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Michael Thomas has had over 1,000 receiving yards every year he's been in the league, and his 1,725 yards last year with the record-setting 149 catches was amazing. Dare I say, these two would even be great together as teammates. Imagine that. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the best quarterback Parker has ever had, and Michael Thomas has played his entire career with Drew Brees. Basically, Parker's been trying to add mass gains on a strict vegan diet his whole career, while Michael Thomas gets a daily injection of anabolic steroids before hitting the weights with a personal trainer and a personal chef. That's what having Breeze for a quarterback is like compared to playing with Josh Rosen, Jay Cutler, Brock Osweiler, Matt Moore, and an injured Ryan Tannehill your whole career. Parker could have won the Instagram cat fight though if he had just said, you're not even the best receiver named Mike in your division, and then added Mike Evans and then said, that's my mic drop. For a cool $100,000 as a consulting fee, I will coach up any athlete needing to up your shit-talking game. Whatever Alex Guerrero is to Tom Brady, I can be that for you, but with shit-talking. I think my latest Nick Wright episode is evidence of how good I am. Back to Mike Evans. Remember, Evans averaged over 17 yards a catch with a combination of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston throwing him the ball the last two seasons. Everyone currently criticizing Michael Thomas for only running short routes, we'll be doing the same when Mike Evans' yards per catch drop to two with Tom Brady. Now I predict Evans becomes the first receiver to catch over 110 passes without getting 1,000 receiving yards in NFL history. Beat Brady every time you play them, Michael, and I will die defending your honor instead of Parker's. Speaking of death, the XFL may have life. It has risen from the dead once before, and we may get a second resurrection 
officially making the XFL better than Jesus. I believe Daniel Kaplan from The Athletic was the first to report on Vince McMahon quietly trying to buy his own league out of Delaware bankruptcy court. Here's how the world works, kids. If you or I, as an individual, file for bankruptcy, we are screwed. Our credit scores are ruined for like seven years, and banks won't loan us money for shit. I mean that literally. If you want manure for your garden because the only way you can eat is to grow your own food, you better have straight cash for that because nobody is going to give it to you. If you're super rich or you are a corporation, you can use bankruptcy to avoid paying employees during a down economy and then exploit those loopholes to buy back your business when things get better. That is exactly what Vince McMahon may be doing with the XFL. In Dan's article, he wrote this. The XFL, 80% owned by McMahon through Alpha Entertainment and 20% by his WWE empire, launched February 7th and lasted five weeks before shutting down because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The league shut down for good April 10th and then filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy three days later. We already knew all of that info, but Dan continued... But was that just a cutthroat finance ploy by McMahon to ride out the pandemic and resultant economic turmoil without paying the costs of operating the league? That's what was asked by one former team official. When asked about the possibility McMahon may have filed for Chapter 11 protection to restart the league, a spokesman hired by the XFL wrote in an email, the response to this filing will speak for itself. Further reason, I think, for XFL hope is that the stadiums in St. Louis and Seattle have been contacted by FXL president Jeffrey Pollock about reinstating their lease agreements. So the XFL is looking to secure stadiums again. And as shady as this move might legally be, ultimately, if McMahon is able to reopen and refill the 400 jobs that were eliminated when the XFL folded, that's ultimately a good thing. Does that make up for screwing over all of those people in the first place so your net worth didn't drop? Debatable. The XFL was profitable and doing well in TV ratings and building real fans in places like St. Louis, Seattle, and even D.C. I mean, the environmental impact of bringing back the D.C. beer snake alone could finally actually drain that swamp in Washington. The only person guaranteed to not be back in the XFL is Oliver Luck, who is still definitely suing Vince McMahon for $23 million. The other thing to keep an eye on is which franchises may be moved. Oakland and San Diego have been mentioned as new options for teams that struggled to build an impactful fan base. Two teams that may stay dead, like Ned Stark, even if the XFL comes back to life like Jon Snow, are the New York Guardians and the Tampa Bay Vipers. And I am desperately praying to shit I do not believe in that the XFL comes back next spring. We were all enjoying it. It's great for players who need a second chance to maybe get back into the NFL or for players who just need to make a living playing football. The product was solid, the fans were fun, and the XFL was doing a lot of things right, and we want it to come back. Mm. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. If you care to follow me on <coughs> those social media places. Don't worry, I choke on Twitter just as much as I do here. <coughs> This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. 
It's football, that's good. 